Hello and welcome to Analyze This. I am one of two Hannahs, Hannah Hart, and today I am joined by incredibly special guest, my beloved, yes, still fiance, Ella. Hello. Ella is here uh, gracing us with her presence as we discuss um, some fun things that we find interesting. Enjoy. What is one uh, fun thing or interesting thing that you've heard about or learned recently? Well, I'm always interested in various internet factions getting in dramas. So I was very intrigued to see why PETA was trending earlier today. PETA? Yeah, the animal rights activist group. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. you know... I'm all pro the mission, but PETA has had a lot of blunders in their messaging. Oh, what's a I blunder? Mean, you know, blunders. Oh, blunders. I really, I'm sorry. I thought you said blender. Oh. And I was like, whoa. Was <laughs> that like a. Well, I was like, is this some like cool slang for like <laughs> ways of, it's like, is throwing shade over and now instead it's just like blending two messages together? Yeah, it's just my low-key California accent. People always ask me to repeat words, so, you know, just one of those things. Um, so, so what is it a, what, what's the feud? What's the haps? So, so yeah, you know, like, in the past, they've used, like, naked women to advertise um, their like animal rights campaigns and they've done they've done a lot of like shocking things so I was expecting something really juicy when I saw it trending and it turns out that they staged a protest inside of Animal Crossing because of all of the fishing and fish keeping I don't play the game you Ooh. play the game so maybe you can tell me what uses what? fish have in Animal Crossing but um, yeah, they staged a protest in Animal Crossing about oh my. the fish abuse Are within you, the game. That wow, wow. Okay, I, so I was really blown away by that. Yeah, and I watched the I, whole protest. Wow. So did it work? Do you feel like you're gonna no longer do what? What exactly were they advocating for? There were some fish in a fish tank in a museum. It looked like, and they were protesting. And they, they released the fish, I guess. I don't know. But then I was reading in some of the comments and it turns out they had to get the fish in there to protest the fish being in there. Yeah, you have to catch the fish. Wow. So for those uh, who don't play Animal Crossing or aren't familiar with the game, basically it's kind of like um, you're a tiny person on a tiny island and you need to do things uh, for the person that owns the island. It's a, it's a very strange game of indentured servitude and, and blurry lines because all of the neighbors and all the characters that are in the game Animal Crossing also are animals and you are the sole human on this island. And yet, you fish, you catch fish, and kill them, or catch, you don't kill them, but you bring them to the museum, or you bring, oh, so or you, you sell kill them. kill fish in this game. You don't, well, so you don't kill. you're a fish killer. Yeah. There, there's uh, a frog, also, that you can catch, but all the animals are animals. They're just not aquatic animals? Yeah, I don't know what 
PETA is always going on about stuff. And I'm like, this this is not the best use of our time. This Mm-mm. is this is really not. This Mm-mm. is not the best use of our time. Mm-mm. No. But no, just it's not. I mean, you know what though, like if they're kids who are just really into PETA, I mean, maybe that's fun. Maybe maybe that's the new protest in some like virtual spaces. Like oh. because how are we gonna protest? Right. I don't know. Something to think about. I've always thought that boycotting is probably the most powerful way to protest. Not just like all gathering in our tiny virtual spaces. Yeah. Just like protesting the man. I like it. I'd be like, but thank you, the man, for making this game in which we can gather in this virtual space. So funny. I think Martha Stewart put it best when she said, thank God for, and then listed all the ways that we're using to communicate with each other. You know? Oh, on, on her Instagram? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Pre-internet, we would have never been able to stay in touch the way we have now. I mean, remember when people used to send letters back and forth, like overseas? It would yeah. be like six months. I had a pen pal. No, not you. I mean, like people like in the oh. 1700s. And it'd be like, how's Margaret? That's, you know, and then they'd get a message back that was like, dead. But then... You know, the other person will probably be dead by that, too. Oh, my gosh. It's true. Yeah, no, no, I know. Everything's instantaneous now. It's instant. Well, it's probably why we have higher levels of anxiety and depression than ever before, because really, we aren't built to have the level of information about our community and the detail of information about our community um, that we do. You know, this constant Mm. awareness of how the lives of our loved ones are going constantly. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, which which brings me to my fun fact that I wanted to share. Uh, that is something I found uh, fun and interesting. And actually, you, Ella, you told me this. So, uh, you know, earbuds, I'd be curious to know how many of you knew this because I absolutely had no idea what it was. Um, but there was something, some time in human history where... We slept not once, but twice in the course of 24 hours. We had two sleeps. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This blew my mind when I first found out. It really blew my mind. I was like, I could not imagine that we had a different structure, day structure yeah, at so, a different time. Yeah. So basically what Ella was telling me, which I was just blown away by, was that people used to sleep a second big long sleep during the day and then have nighttime activities. And I know it sounds crazy, but go ahead, look it up get on your, on your Google, check it out. They would sleep two sleeps. They would sleep two sleeps. So they would sleep, um, right as the sun went down, right when the sun went down. So basically take a very long evening siesta to like one or 2 AM and then get up and do their nighttime activities that were activities you did at night, like reading, pondering, sex sex they would they would maybe a snack maybe a snack you'd even have a little midnight snack a little meal oh midnight snack. a little midnight snack so we did know why else would you say midnight snack yeah that's true people do wake up and eat a little snack and then go back to bed or we talk about yeah midnight snack so we did know about it's like ingrained in us noon is lunch midnight is midnight snack so why is the sleep schedule arranged to have three meals on one side and one meal on the other instead of two and two. 
Yeah. That's crazy, man. I well, don't- I mean, it did. I was reading a bit about why we switched. And we switched just in the industrial revolution because of the long working hours, like productivity became more of a thing. So oh it was like my you can be God. more productive just if you do the same thing for a longer period of time. So that kind of got rid of the two sleeps thing. Ah, yet another way that mass consumption, capitalism, and consumer behavior is deeply affecting our bodies and our wills to live. Oh my God, speaking of all those things, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Ella, it is your turn. Hit me. Hit me with a fun fact. All right. This this one, it was really cool to see that it actually happened somewhere. So we've been talking about a four-day work week for a really long time, and everyone is always in agreement that they think this would be a good idea just to, like, rest and recuperate. But New Zealand is actually implementing a four-day work week to boost the economy. Mm. And I actually really agree with this because I feel like if I had a little more time on my hands at home, you know, I might spend more money. So, yep, spend you know, if money. I was a little less stressed out, mm-hmm. I might spend more money. So I would love for that to happen in America. I feel like this is, if I were some political candidate, I mm. would be I would be pushing this because I feel like this would be really good for the economy and it's what everybody needs right now. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. New Zealand is just crushing it because yeah. New Zealand also, uh, they were the first to, I think they eradicated COVID. Did they? Yeah, they don't have it over there. So what are they doing with the four-day work week? They just like they're bonus. Just t- they're just still doing. They're just it. turning twenty twenty around. For them, it's been this way. I mean, they're in a different hemisphere, right? So they maybe twenty twenty is going great down there. <laughs> no, no, not, it might not be. most places, but yeah, uh, New Zealand is one of my favorite countries, if not my favorite sports team flag and sports team. 
No, not my favorite sports team of all I time. thought so. No, no, no. The All Blacks are just really cool. They're a really cool rugby <laughs> sports team. One time I uh, told Ella about... I was going to say fun fact about Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> is when she told me her favorite documentary. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Weight of the Nation. Weight of the Nation. I believe. Yeah. Weight of a Nation. Weight of a Nation. The story of the All Blacks. And it was just. And she was like, it's this epic documentary. Oh and I was like, yeah, yeah, I love sports documentaries. And we eventually, we've talked about it for a few years. And then we eventually watch it. I think we were on a flight coming back from Japan. And I was like, oh, they have. Oh, no, we found it no, online. No, no, We like rented it. Right. Like, we paid money. Yeah, we to paid rent money. It. Yeah. And because you can't just find it anywhere. And, um, and there's a reason why. <laughs> well, you watched it on a plane. Mm hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, but anyway, so we start watching it and it's, it's really good actually. It's like really interesting and entertaining, but it's a very typical sports like ESPN I think where they go through every single score and drama of the entire season. And these are people, I have no idea who they are. I'm like, I don't care about the management like hierarchy within this organization. <laughs> and they, they went through everything you know i think uh, i think the reason why i felt so strongly about this documentary which was that which was a very simple reason i don't think i'd ever watched any sports documentary okay, before okay, I, think, I get it yeah. i think that because remember i said my favorite documentary right it was because I, I, I didn't even think of it as a sports documentary because to me that was the introduction of documentary okay, okay. that makes sense i was like that wow, makes sense it's really great documentary about sports it follows like one team okay so you didn't know about one the different pivotal genres. moment i'd never seen yeah. an espn documentary so to yeah, me yeah, i was yeah. like oh <gasps> like uh, it was huge it was yeah. a, it was it was the only thing of its kind well, when you put in it my that eyes, way, I really get it. Because, like, I, the first it was sports epic. documentary, I like, I feel like must have been, I forget, you know, like some baseball documentary. And you just, it, they grip you. They, they grip they you. Are, they're, they're, sports is dramatic. It's really dramatic. And it's its, it's, its own subgenre. It's its own genre of documentary, right? And so, to me, I was like, this is a masterful documentary. And then... Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, yeah. sports documentary. I'm like, oh, my God, which you and like, I, I want to make clear, like, they're very, very good, but they are very detailed. Yeah. Like, that's that's what sets apart like a sports documentary genre is just the level of detail about the season. Mm -hmm. Like every statistic mm -hmm. is within the documentary. And it's like you don't need necessarily need all of that if you're now a casual viewer. Oh, man. Though, well, we haven't watched the Michael Jordan documentary. No, not but, yet. Um, That's, I would put in the category of documentary. But we haven't watched it. You can't put it in the category of anything. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I want, I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm pretty sure. We'll see. Ella's not hedging her bets. I one she's time. She's all in. She's all in or she's out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. All in. All in. Double yeah. or nothing. Double or nothing. Oh, my God. Well, when we start watching this documentary, it better be really good. I one time watched a documentary that was – it was just a very interesting approach. Honey, it was, Gattaca was just a <laughs> – Oh, my God. We did watch Gattaca, and it was amazing. I, Ella had never seen Gattaca. I'd never seen it. I'm on a sci-fi kick. Uh, yeah, and I love it. That was really fun for me. But go on. Okay. 
I just I I've watched a documentary crazy format every single one of Pelé's the soccer player the legendary Brazilian soccer player Pelé everyone should know who he is but um every single one of his goals what in his entire career it was a crazy documentary it That's, was and it was long that must but also like it was a lot boring kind of it was so boring. it's not like every goal matters. it was so boring but somebody took the time i was in a movie theater what <laughs> i know in brazil no it was it was a it was a Screening? documentary film festival and i was just oh. like losing my mind oh no and pele was there <gasps> so you couldn't leave yeah oh no yeah well you could have just pretended like he you had to go loved to the it of course yeah if uh, here's a trick uh for those of you who uh have periods out there if i ever need to leave a room i make a big deal of pretending i'm putting something in my pocket or oh, yeah, yeah, carrying yeah. a bag i love i love because i never like, oh they must be changing their tampon yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just doing whatever they got to go do in there. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. Ella, it's <laughs> change your diva cup, a.k.a. Well, make a blood sacrifice. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why have I not used the period excuse more? I jumped straight to diarrhea. Oh. And I just really should find no. that. I think it's ground. because of my history of constipation. I never would have jumped to diarrhea. It'd be such a lie. It's just so dramatic when you get to TSA, the line is an hour long and you're like, I have diarrhea. But then they would just tell you to go the other way. They'd be like, well, there's a, there's a restroom down the hall and to the left. No, they no. let you through. They let you through. They let me through that one time. They let you through that one time. Yeah, you're right. I'm fun. Aren't I? Accuracy police. I really am the accuracy police. <laughs> you are i really am um so the other night i made uh you watch the film gattaca yes uh, one of my favorite favorite films um without spoilers what'd you think how would you sum up the plot actually because i tried to sum up the plot to you i called it a science fiction family drama okay yes it's not a family drama by any means are we all a family though like humans it's a really i mean that that's a very very accurate way to describe it thank you when family is like very loose quotation marks no i would say that that family and the creation of children which no spoilers is a huge plot point it is it is you know so i don't know it's pretty pretty yeah well i was expecting a family drama set in the future which is what I would love. Like, all I want is just, like, desperate housewives, but mm. set in the future. In, okay, so, like, like in, a, in a futuristic environment. In wait, a futuristic it, environment. Wait, how far did you get on your... Uh, so, earbuds, Ella has a, has a, has a wish. Yes, I have a wish. She has a wish. I cannot find this thing I want to watch, which is a futuristic desperate housewives. I've Googled that. I've searched key categories that are similar. Like hot space stepmoms, Ella. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I've also tweeted asking for recommendations. Everything is too dark and like scary. I want like future that's fun, that's dramatic, that's like twists and turns in the story. But like the society is like, Fine and fun. So it's the not future. dystopian. 
a future that's like no, a future that's good. like like our like our current world where like things are kind of bad but things are also kind of good like it's just like a regular True. ass futuristic society right 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 like i just want to like imagine a world where there is some cool technology yeah but like the earth isn't crumbling from the inside right that's what i want yeah yeah i love that and to fulfill as a step towards fulfilling that wish um i believe you started working on it today yes so i wrote an outline and hannah is going to write this (laughs) because there isn't anything out there and i would love a short story or maybe like a book how many or a screenplay i don't write screenplays i don't know how to write a screenplay well maybe you could learn i don't want to learn new things i'm an old dog um let me ask you a question currently how many books fiction a genre i struggle with Mm -hmm. how many fiction books do you think you've asked me to write for you at least two i can name three you can name three Mm -hmm. okay okay what do you think your two are well i know that'll help me prioritize what you actually want one is the lesbian rom-com beach read Mm -hmm. but i wasn't really specific about what i was looking for so i think that would have been harder Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. do or easier Mm, I like a very specific type of book. Okay, okay, got it. So lesbian beach read. Yeah. Or well, futuristic. That's the only, yeah, or the futuristic society thing. Futuristic desperate housewives. Yeah. Right, okay. So here, here, here are some fast and loose books you've asked me to write. One is YA. Okay. YA. I don't, I don't remember any of these. <laughs> YA genre book. Okay. The... Lesbian beach read. Yeah, that's what I said. I know. Okay. I'm saying them. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you're repeating them. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and this one, which I'm not going to lie, I'm the most interested in, which is the Desperate Housewives drama future society one, you know? That one is more fun. I Wait, but were, were there more or was that it? No, that's it. Oh, darn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, more than a rom-com? Um, Book. A romantic comedy book? Yes, more than a romantic comedy book. Yeah, I'm more into this space one right now. Let me ask you a question. As a fan of these genres, Mm -hmm. do you think people... You know, the other day we watched Outer Banks, a show that takes place in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, High schoolers. Loved it. um, There was murder, a treasure Mm -hmm. hunt. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Just all sorts of crazy shenanigans involved. Um... Do you think there's ever an age where you're too old to watch shows about high schoolers? Mm. I really hope not. (laughs) Because I just love that time of life story. I don't know. I just think like the coming of age story is just so fun yeah you know and it's not really about like anything weird it's just like i feel like it's like the the most funny naturally surprising time of our lives to relive you know i feel and 
it's interesting because we come of age so many times in our lives and yet we as a society like really focus on this quote unquote yeah. transition from childhood into adult. Yeah. But really like being a child is 10, 20, if you're, uh, if you, let's say you live to be a hundred, it's 10, 10%, 20% of your whole life experience. Right. Yeah. So then all the other coming of age stories, we don't celebrate as much. No, not as much, you know, not as much. No, we, we are like that. The life transitions. Yeah. Your life, life changes. Transition. Your life yeah. transitions. You know? Yeah. 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 There is a um, global pandemic that happens. Yeah. That's a big life change. So in this future Desperate Housewives book, though, it's not the global pandemic. That's the drama. It's the wedding. The global pandemic brings to light all the drama. Well, well, I'm kind of hoping for something that's like. The world is not bad. I know, honey. I was making a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was I mean, do you have any other hot, hot and fast facts? I told you this, but I'm going to tell the earbuds anyway because this, mm-hmm. I really, this matters to me. Guys, did you know that sloths grip the exact opposite or their resting position for their hands is, or whatever they are is the exact opposite of ours? For instance, when their hands or their appendages are at rest, they're at rest in a tight grip. Whereas when humans' appendages are at rest, they're loose. Isn't that I know, wild? that is really crazy, actually. Yeah, I mean, it could have gone either way for us, really. I know, it really could have. You know, I yeah. don't know if it would have made that big of a difference. Uh, well, I, I think Peter would argue it didn't. <laughs> you know? So... Ella, thank you so much for being here. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. If people want to find you on the internet, Ella, uh, and hear other musings by you, where can they find you? You can search me at H-E-Y-Y-Y Ella. Hey, Ella. Hey, Ella. Hey, Across all social platforms, I actually grabbed my TikTok name. Oh, are you starting a TikTok? I am starting a TikTok. I'm going to put my bees on it and Ooh, maybe my and your recipes. You make good, good cooking things. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to find more Bella, go to there. Uh, hey, Ella. If you want more Mia Harto, H-A-R-T-O. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, like, subscribe, share it with a friend for the love of God. Otherwise, earbuds, thank you so much. And we will see you, or not see you, we will be in your ears again soon. Next week. Bye-bye.